There is a fine line between acceptance and complicity, one that we have crossed in gun deaths and political malfeasance in our country. It's time to heed the words of caution uttered years ago each week by Hill Street Blues character Sergeant Phil Esterhouse, who said, Hey, be careful out there. Quote, A lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right. And evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by a majority. Unquote. Booker T. Washington. Acceptance can be a powerful concept in our lives, signaling our unique ability to adapt to things like few other creatures. It can reflect our capacity for generosity of spirit, the ability to explore and embrace new ideas, people, and perspectives on the world, which leads us to a better understanding of it. Acceptance can be a governor on our emotions, which permits us to maintain equilibrium in the face of reality, whatever that may be. That last benefit can be a two-edged sword for the very capacity to accept and maintain a sense of peace can be the very thing that allows us to turn deaf ears and blind eyes to realities that we'd really rather not face. Acceptance can be both the embrace and the denial of what is. An editorial which appeared in the May 21st Minneapolis Star Tribune called attention to the conundrum in a reflection about acceptance of mass death in the United States due to mass shootings and COVID. Quote, After mass shootings killed and wounded people grocery shopping, going to church, and simply living their lives last weekend, the nation marked a milestone of one million deaths from COVID-19. The number, once unthinkable, is now an irreversible reality in the United States, like the persistent reality of gun violence that kills tens of thousands of people a year. Americans have always tolerated high rates of death among certain segments of society, but the sheer numbers of deaths from preventable causes and the apparent acceptance that no policy change is on the horizon raises the question, has mass death become accepted in America? Unquote. There is a fine line between acceptance and numbness. The danger lies in allowing the shock and numbness of cataclysmic events to evolve into a feeling of status quo, of normality. This is the point at which acceptance moves us from serenity to complicity. Ever so gradually, we are becoming a nation of accomplices through our acceptance. Gun violence is such a part of life in America now that we organize our lives around its inevitability says Sonali Rajan, a Columbia University professor who researches school violence. Children do lockdown drills at school. And in about half the states, Rajan says, teachers can carry firearms. She notes that an estimated 100,000 people are shot annually and some 40,000 will die. 
Slowly, we are also accepting COVID deaths as a way of life and a price worth paying for a return to normalcy. Numbness begets complacency. The examples are now daily in frequency and endless in number. As the election process heats up toward a fall free-for-all, acceptance of truth is once again being replaced with acceptance of falsehood. Increasingly, we accept such acts as the new normal, acceptability based solely on frequency of the lie. For example, last week, Ohio Senate candidate J.D. Vance conjured up a fiction so bizarre that even if written into one of his exaggerated books, it would never merit publication, publishers being far more careful with reality than Senate candidates. Vance asserted, quote, If you wanted to kill a bunch of Make America Great Again voters in the middle of the heartland, how better than to target them and their kids with this deadly fentanyl. It does look intentional. It's like Joe Biden wants to punish the people who didn't vote for him, and opening up the floodgates to the border is one way to do it." Unquote. Beyond the absurdity of such a strategy by a president, even in our current dysfunctional polarization, Virtually all of the evidence which Vance might want to cite in support of his allegation actually defends President Biden rather than convicts him. Instead, the data confirms that circumstances were far worse under the former president, who, by the way, endorses Vance. Measures of fentanyl seized at the borders, increases in fentanyl overdoses, deaths by all opioids, and death rates of non-whites, who are less likely to be MAGA voters, were all higher under the former president. The data may be damning, but not against the target of Vance's assertions. Vance's assertion is a fantasy of his aspirations to become a hillbilly senator, and even a cursory view of the evidence shows it. But the fact that any candidate has been allowed to allege such nonsense without loud and persistent condemnation by all members of Congress and the public signals an acceptance for the tactic. This is the form of acceptance that masks complicity. There are few members of this society who would not recognize Vance's assertion as political dishonesty. For every member who does not hold purveyors of deceit accountable, another accomplice to moral subornation is recruited. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The popular quotation from John Stuart Mill should remind us that acceptance is an active function requiring thoughtful consideration and the courage to recognize and speak truth in the face of lies. I recall fondly the past TV police series, Hill Street Blues, and the avuncular sergeant who issued daily orders and updates to the patrol officers before their shifts began. His final admonition to them every day was a sincere, hey, be careful out there. 
He knew that the daily threat to each and every one of those blues was real. Complacency and a false sense of invulnerability constituted their greatest risks, even as they are for us.